0: In case you missed it, a horrifying thing is happening in the metaverse right now. A number of women have reported being sexually assaulted while playing VR games, and the details are pretty alarming. When one woman reported being raped by a group of male avatars, her handheld controllers actually vibrated, making the assault that much more real. Even more messed up is the fact that there's not much we can really do about it. Unlike in the EU, Big tech companies in this country are practically immune to legal liability, according to experts. And because of the internet's anonymity, individual prosecution is also pretty tough. Which is all to say that I am officially logging off. Ah-ha.
1: Listen, living, listening to the Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world
2: source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags! Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm on your host, Esat.
0: Hi, I'm Kate Rambo. Hiya.
2: And happy New Year to the yes. Sick and Wrong listening audience.
0: Yes, unto you.
2: Well, I've already wished you a happy New Year several times.
0: Why not? More. Once again,
2: Happy New Year, Kate Rambo.
0: Thank you. Uh, um, and same to you. <laughs> well, thank you.
2: Uh, first Sick and Wrong episode of 2024.
0: I know. Well, you do think there should have been flying cars by now.
2: I don't know about that.
0: You know, 24 years ago, as, the, as it became Millennium, that's the first time I ever went in a pub. I was in a Jane Norman dress, satin like a uh, boob tube dress that I had bought with my pocket money from Debenhams. It cost 49 and 99 And that was the first time I went in a pub without parents or anyone around me.
2: Oh. Yeah. And the significance of that?
0: That was 24 fucking years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just trying to age yourself? <laughs> it's just insane.
2: No, it's a long time. In yeah. fact, you know what's insane? That this show is entering its 18th year of existence.
0: It can, well, it can, like, buy a house. Yeah, it's it old enough vote. to vote. Yeah. It can go to a strip, strip club.
2: club. You know, actually... It can go uh,
0: gambling in it Vegas. Can, it can
2: gamble in Vegas. Um, I think it officially turns 18 in February. I'm not quite sure the exact date. Is
0: it a Pisces?
2: I don't know about that. I, I don't know the exact date of when we started. I thought it was February, but I do know it started in 2006. And I like to, I like how I refer to it as it, you know? <laughs> It you, came into existence. Your goblin child. My web toed duck boy of a podcast came into existence in 2006. Um, but you, you can hear all about that. You can also hear all about our uh, Nicholas Cage themed New Year's Eve party. We did a lot. We, we, we kind of did a lot the past couple weeks.
0: Yeah, it's been fun.
2: Yeah, you know, um, we, uh, it, it was nice having a couple weeks off. That, that's what I love about the holiday time Is because we usually do You know the holiday show with Wackenley and Steel, Break that off into a couple episodes And then we get to take a break For a couple weeks Yeah, But I mean this was a busy month for us This past month We talk about it on the second show but We kind of go into details about What we did for, uh, for New Year's Eve Nicolas Cage themed A party that we had uh, Christmas Day and Christmas We, we did a lot um, What else do we do? A lot of stuff. We, we talk about There's it. There's been
0: and a lot of hangovers.
2: A lot of hangovers. And at the same time, we just moved into a, a new Sick and Wrong studio.
0: Which is freezing cold right now.
2: Which is freezing cold. It's, yeah, that's, I don't think the, uh, the windows are weatherproofed.
0: No, they're, well, they're from the 1920s. But I love this storm that is currently battering LA. It's great, but it's fucking cold in here.
2: Did you think that LA could get this cold?
0: Kind of, but not this cold. It feel the other night when we were walking around, you could see your breath in like the air. I was like, it's like so close to freezing. You just wouldn't think it.
2: I figured right? well, I kinda figured you're from the north of England. You should be used to this. Isn't this just like normal weather for you?
0: Right. And once again I had to remind you that I'm from Cumbria. <laughs> I'm not from Northumbria, right? The the Geordi lasses like Claudia, they can go out in wearing next to nothing and survive. I'm a Cumbrian. I'm from farming stock. So We're be, not idiots, have to
2: layers. Man.
0: I've got to have tons of layers, and I've got to be inside a sheep to feel particularly well, toasty. Right now,
2: Kate Ram- Rambo is wearing a coat. You have uh, a blanket on.
0: Yes, I have a blanket over my You have
2: earmuffs. You have gloves. <laughs> or, or those mittens?
0: <laughs> no, it's a muff, darling. I have my hands inside a muff. <laughs>
3: Very
2: I'm not too bad. I just have a, a hoodie on. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was nice to have a couple weeks off. It's good to be back. It's always weird when you have those those two weeks off and it's easy at work because most people take vacation. And then all of a sudden, it's like you're forced face first into a new fucking year.
0: I think that's why a lot of people kill themselves rather than having to deal with that. It's just a bit like, you know what? like The party is officially over. Goodbye. I'm well, stringing up the news.
2: Don't think it's like post-holiday depression.
0: I just think it's because you don't want to go back to the real world too.
2: And yeah, you don't have to deal with it. And plus, you know, the, the other thing too, it's like for the, you know, almost the month of december everyone's nice to you you're getting holiday bonuses you're getting gifts and presents spending time with with your family you know and then all of a sudden it's just like you're just back into harsh reality
0: exactly so you might as well yourself might as well just kill yourself now and then that's it that's you at happiness
2: well if you were going to kill yourself just because you had to go back to work this first week of 2024 holy shit gypsy rose blanchard walk free Uh, We found out that Stephen Hawking had an (laughs) underage orgy on Epstein's Island. Uh, The Middle East is on the brink of like a full scale regional conflict. And British police investigating a gang rape in the metaverse. What a hell of a way to start off the year.
0: I'm actually surprised. Usually at the start of the year, January is like when um, a lot of celebrities like die. At least
2: one or two. At least
0: one or two. And it's usually surprising ones. Where you're like, oh yeah, I guess they were old, or it'll be like somebody OD'd.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I, there, one guy died this past week. I didn't recognize him; he was younger. I don't um, know who he was. So I saw something on uh, Instagram about it, but yeah, what a what a weird what a weird assortment of news in the first week of uh, 2024. But yeah, the the one thing that piqued my interest though is police are investigating the the first case of rape in the metaverse after a child, a minor under 16. Was attacked in a virtual reality video game called Horizon Worlds. Right, you heard of this one?
0: I have not as heard of Horizon Worlds.
2: It's a, it's a metaverse game, so it's one of the meta games. Uh, apparently, users can create their own avatars, and it's not even like it's like the upper torso only; like you don't have legs.
0: So, how can you rape?
2: We're gonna get to that, okay. but. So you create your own avatars. It's in, you know, and, and then you can design and control them. You can change their outfits. And you wear like a virtual reality headset and other associated oh, equipment. So
1: right. it
2: is it is immersive. Right, right. It's not just like you're, you know, you're you're on your your phone, an app on your phone. Um it's called Meta Horizon Worlds. And it's a free virtual reality game. It's online with an integrated game creation system published by Meta. It's a multiplayer virtual platform, so you can interact with each other. Uh, Players move around in these these worlds. They they have events and games and social activities.
0: Of course there was going to be a rape in this game. There had to be at some point.
2: Well, have you played any of these metaverse games?
0: Not VR games. VR headsets tend to make me feel a bit queasy. So I've never, like, played a game for, like, longer than, like, 10 minutes.
2: I I don't even play regular, like... You know, I know, like and I feel PlayStation sad for you. games or anything. Why the fuck would I play a metaverse game? I'm also way too old for this.
0: I like as as when I was younger, I probably would have been well into it because I was so into gaming. But as I've just gotten older, it's now dwindled down to like there's probably just free games in my life that I will ever play again, and this isn't one of them.
2: Well, I think it's exceedingly creepy if I was playing this game.
0: I don't want to meet, I don't want to go to like a really heavily social event anyways in real life. So why, why do I want to do it online? Why what, do I want to go and hang out with strangers online?
2: Why, why, why would you want to interact with minors? This, I don't have children that's for also a reason. Creepy. So why do I want to do this? But, but the fact of the matter is a middle-aged man like me, a, a, a guy approaching 50, play, like play, making an avatar in, in Horizon Worlds, that's a red flag. That's creepy.
0: But is it a case of this minor lied about their age and no. did the ASL, I'm 18, when really they're fourteen? No, you can be,
2: you know, it's open any age.
0: Well, this is already asking for chaos then. If you've got, like, like children in there, the nonces will come out from under their rock. Well, exactly, their and that's what they
2: come have to on. figure out, um, how to police that. So this girl, under the age of 16, is said to have been left distraught after her avatar, her character here, was gang-raped by other online strangers. Uh, she was wearing a headset. She didn't suffer any physical injuries because there was no physical attack. But uh, details of this virtual reality case have been kept secret because they're trying to protect the child involved. Like, that's how, They do that in England. I think they do that here too. It's like, yeah. I think if you're involved in a crime, if you're a minor, your name's not yes. revealed. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know they're, they're looking into if, if, if it's possible to prosecute a case like this.
0: I kind of feel like a 1970s dad about this, where if my kid came to me and they were really upset and I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong, darling? They were like, they did things to me online. I'd be like, do you know what? Just turn your fucking computer off.
2: (laughs) A lot of people have been saying that.
0: Yeah, it's not real. Go outside. Read a book.
2: See, I'm of a different mindset. If if my child came to me and said I was getting bullied and harassed or, you know, God forbid, raped, In the the metaverse, I would make my own avatar and I would go in there and I'd be like, I'm going to backtrace each and every one of you, you goddamn pieces of shit. Leave my daughter alone. I'm that kind of dad.
0: Oh, and then you'd just
3: rape them?
2: (laughs) Yes, I'd rape them all. So a senior officer here um, that's familiar with the case. Now, this is the British police. They said the child experienced psychological trauma similar, similar to that of someone who's been physically raped. And so the, uh, the emotional and psychological impact on the victim could be longer term than an actual physical injury.
0: Right. Isn't this taking the piss out of the people who are actually raped? It, like if I'd have been like Monica Belushi, irreversible raped, and then somebody said this child who got raped in the metaverse feels just as badly as you do, I'd be like, hurt ways. No fucking way. They can fuck off. Tell them to go outside and read a book is ridiculous
2: well this week we're gonna take a deep dive into virtual rape we want to know there's a lot of questions that surround a case like this like what constitutes rape of an avatar like yeah how does it occur I mean what's the what's even the definition of a metaverse gang rape right I mean I don't know and and furthermore do avatars even have dongs like they don't do they have genitals they don't or could they or what kind of what represents a genital in horizon worlds
0: is this like the new version of, you know, when you were a kid and you had your Barbies and your Kens and you would just mash their pelvises together and you'd be like, they're having sex. Is this the modern version of that?
2: I mean, possibly. I'm not quite sure exactly what constitutes. I'm assuming it's mostly verbal, but we're going to get into that. Um, but first, let's chat about something a bit more thrilling than having a train pulled on you in the metaverse. The sick and wrong patron.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: So, if you're looking for forward to a whole new year of sick and wrong, why not get a little bit more? Instead of just one show a week, you can get two. You know, we record the show every week, but we actually do two. So, if you sign up for the Sick and Wrong Patreon, you're not only supporting the show for only five dollars a month, you get access to an entire second show. And we put this out on the Patreon. We also put it out on Apple Podcasts. And this week. We chat about everything we got up to over the holiday break, um, like much like Kate meeting her longtime crush, Glenn Danzig.
0: I did meet Glenn, and he came on to me, and he winked at me. And then he gave me said he would like to marry me.
2: It was a special moment <laughs> in uh, Kate's life. Are, are you going to get his uh, signature tattooed on your breast?
0: No, but the other chick definitely is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we talk about our Nick Cage-themed New Year's Eve party. Uh, we review all the celebrity highlights from uh, Jeffrey Epstein's list. Uh, Namely, Stephen Hawking and his underage orgy parties. I don't know why, for some reason, Kate can't seem to wrap her head around the physics behind Stephen Hawking's boners.
0: He can't get a boner. He can't. Can he? No, he can't. Can
2: he virtually get one?
0: He probably virtually can get a boner. (laughs) Like, I can virtually get a boner.
2: Uh, All this and more on the second show on Patreon, five dollars a month. That's it. You get access to uh, to the second show. Get access to to the Discord for a few dollars more. You get access to sick and wrong archives, um, as well as an assortment of other shit. Uh, Also, (laughs) uh, you don't even have to sign up for Patreon. You go go to subscribe to second show on Apple Podcasts. You know, because some people don't want to sign up for a different app. You're already using Apple Podcasts. Just uh, click subscribe to second show. A couple different ways to support us. As well as uh, the archives, if you want to listen to early episodes with Wackerly or Harrison, I posted the first six years on Apple Podcasts. I have them all available on, uh, on, on Patreon. So you just do a search for Sick and Wrong Podcast, and you can subscribe to the archives. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Let me play this quick promo, and then uh, let's discover what, w- whether or not it's possible to be raped virtually in the metaverse. Hey, Sick and Wrong listeners, if you're not currently a Sick and Wrong patron, you might be missing out on special moments like this one. The guy was saying, like, you have people coming and going in your apartment every night, and I can hear it. I can hear everything you say. And Jess was like, what are you talking about? And I guess... Jeffrey said he was taking a shower with a couple guys a
4: <laughs> few
2: <laughs> 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 nights ago. And he was just like, goes to the shower with a couple of my friends. And we're taking a long shower, like, you know, like we do. And he was just like, And the guy, <laughs> he was like, The guy was really upset because he said the whole basement was being flooded from our shower. And when I told him that, uh, I was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He was like, I can hear every word you say. For only five dollars a month, you can enjoy these special moments: a bonus news story, extra phone calls, and an hour's worth of outtakes every week at Patreon.com/sickandwrong. Sign up today, support the show, and keep it sick and wrong. But
1: don't you ever.
2: As I mentioned before, this week British police are investigating the alleged gang rape of girls Avatar in a virtual reality game called Horizon Worlds. She didn't suffer any physical injuries, but there may be trauma similar to an actual, you know, a rape victim in real life. Who's to say? I mean, this is kind of unprecedented.
0: No, th- there is no trauma. Like, come on.
2: Well, I mean, there's, there's definitely, I, I feel this falls under the realm of online harassment, but it could be severe online harassment. Not to mention, how old is this child?
0: If she's obviously old enough that her parents bought her a VR headset and trusted her, to be on these games alone.
2: Yeah, but children are adapting to new technology at younger ages each year. I mean, Ozzy already has, what like, uh, what was that thing my brother bought him? It's like a little An iPad. iPad.
0: Yeah. yeah, but that's different. I don't think you're like Stephanie and Jair would like let him click onto Pornhub.
2: I think my sister would, would definitely be, uh, you know, She'll dis- <laughs> she'll definitely be you know monitoring his activity online. But I think a lot of parents are like, "Here, take this and just fuck off and leave me alone." Big I gotta work.
3: <laughs> Big you know. Job. I got yeah, I got to watch
2: the lions. Here, take the iPad. Just go do whatever, Dad. What's Pornhub? I don't know. You'll have fun. Um, but this investigation here that's going on has raised questions about whether police should be using time and limited resources to actually investigate. Real crimes.
0: Like real rape. Like
2: in-person rape cases, not yes. virtual rape cases.
0: Fake rape, which is what this is.
2: But, you know, uh, Home Secretary, James Cleverly, is defending this trailblazing VR rape uh, probe here. He says it's, it's so easy to d- dismiss this as not being real. Because, I mean, that's what these virtual environments, you know, you, they're not tangible. But it's incredibly immersive. And we're talking about a child here. A child that's gone through sexual trauma.
0: Right. They haven't gone through sexual trauma, though.
2: Mentally, they did.
0: They've maybe been traumatized by something. But at the end of the day, the, nobody has touched their genitals against their will.
2: But, I mean, they? But virtually, they might have. And who knows how a kid's going to be able to process something they don't even understand. We don't even understand the psychological effects something like this might have.
0: The The bigger picture reason why I think this is damaging and it shouldn't be an issue is because... Britain wants to police the internet so fucking bad. They want to like clamp down. They want to ban porn. They want to do so fucking much in Europe. And this is how they can do it and be like, think of the children who are being raped online.
2: Exactly. I think this, uh, there's a lot of red flags here that, um, you know, Britain might be able to use this to usher in more draconian internet uh, laws. A
0: nanny state, totally.
2: You know, which they've, you know, obviously been known to do. So Horizon Worlds, where the uh, virtual sex crime took place, there's been several reports of sex crimes there. This isn't new. And I'm actually gonna get into, you know, the history of virtual rape on the internet. It is not, it's not new. I mean, this has happened, yeah. you know, for decades. But this recent, you know, this recent um, sex crime, this gangbang that happened in Horizon Worlds is one of many. May 2022, a researcher uh, was just researching for an article, and was doing an article on Horizon Worlds. Within the first like ten minutes of entering Horizon Worlds, she was sexually assaulted on, multiverse plat- on, the, on the multiverse platform. Her name's Nina Jane Patel. She entered the metaverse wanting to study users' behavior uh, in Horizon World. But within yeah, within sixty minutes after she she put her headset on, she was raped.
0: Uh, like what though? Is it just a bunch of horny old men being like, "Oh, come here, darling." Is it just that? Is it like going, you remember the early days of like chat rooms were exactly like this? It wasn't
2: like the stereotypical creepy online predator. It was more like younger guys. And so there's a video actually, this um, this nonprofit advocacy group called Some of Us did some research into the the violent encounter here that happened. And there's a video that was going on that, that they linked to. So users invited the researcher to a private party and uh, when when she went there, they asked her to disable a setting that prevented others from getting within four feet of her. And so that's one way that Meta, in, you know, instituted a safeguard here to protect uh, players. It's called the bubble. So you can't interact within, you know, they say four feet, but four feet in the virtual world.
0: I want that in real life.
2: <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> um, and so this video shows, they asked her to disable it. She disabled it. And, uh, In the video, and this is from her perspective, a male avatar was getting really close to her while another male avatar was standing nearby watching and cheering. And it's kind of, it's definitely kind of ghetto. It was just like, yeah, get in there. Come on, bitch. Do you want to they would say stuff like that? Like, And then they had like these virtual bottles of, of vodka, it looked like, because they're like these clear bottles that they're passing between each other. And these voices were heard in the background making really lewd comments.
0: The, the internet has been like this since the dawn of the internet, though. How has anything changed?
2: Well... The researcher claims she was led into a private room because this isn't just, you know, you're, you're typing and you're, you're going back and forth typing, you know, loop comments, and obscene gestures to each other with emojis. This is like you're, it's virtual. You have an avatar. This is an avatar. It's a representation of yourself. You're in a room with other avatars of other people. So when she was in this private room, this user kept trying to push her character to turn around. So he could do her from behind while other users outside the window were looking in. And then another user in the room kept passing the bottle of vodka back and forth and cheering him on and and on and yelling obscene gestures and making obscene comments. So even though this happened in a virtual reality, the researcher said she was disoriented.
1: And she said (laughs) that
2: she noted that her controller vibrated along with her headset when the male avatars were touching her.
0: Oh, resulting in a
2: physical sensation that was a result of what she was experiencing online. So this is haptic technology.
0: Well, who is letting these idiots online? Like, and I mean her. We all know what the internet is. We all know what chat rooms are like. Don't well, we me- go in them if you fucking can't handle men being disgusting.
2: Well, exactly. You can definitely dismiss this as just well, welcome to the internet, honey. But At the same time, it's like, don't you think Meta would have safeguards against this? I mean, look at how they police our
0: Facebook, our our Facebook,
2: you know, uh, sick and wrong group. I I get I get violations every day for what our listeners post to that blog.
0: Thank you, Stuart. Why aren't they doing
2: Why aren't they doing something similar in their own metaverse?
0: Yeah, well, they should. Disabling your bubble shouldn't even be an option unless they are wanting you to have sex with other (laughs) avatars.
2: (laughs) <laughs> well, other avatars said they've experienced homophobic and racial slurs in Horizon World. Uh, they witnessed gun violence on the platform.
0: Oh, this is avatarded. Come on.
2: I'm <laughs> not sure how that works. Um, so Meta launched uh, Horizon Worlds in December, I guess, to users 18 and up in the U.S. and Canada. So that was uh, last December. But by February, there are 300,000 users on the platform. Uh, four other users also reported that they were sexually assaulted. Um, in uh, last November, a beta tester reported that her avatar was groped. Like she could feel, she could feel the groping. Like her headset was buzzing as these players were all around her, groping her. Um, uh, separately, a player on the sports game Echo VR, which I don't know about that one, said a male player told her he had recorded her voice so he could jerk off to her cursing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which I imagine happens on Call of Duty and all of the, and Fortnite and all those other games.
0: Oh, of course it does.
2: Um, so a Meta representative here responded. Uh, her name's Christina Millian. She said that uh, in Horizon Worlds. Personal boundary is a default setting. So it's, a, it's four foot for non-friends. And that makes it easier to avoid any kind of unwanted interactions. And she's like, we don't recommend turning off the safety feature with people you don't know.
0: Well, how can he, why would you even want to turn it off in the first place? Well, that's,
2: this researcher was doing the story. I think obviously he's researching what goes on in this game. And so these guys are like, come on, take it off. But a child might not even understand what it is and so some, or how to turn it off. But someone is walking her through it.
0: And then you could virtually touch up a child. Yeah, this is like a brass. This is a brass eye fake news story, isn't it? This is a Chris Morris. Wrote I think it's this. more like
2: a Black Mirror thing. No, as this AI is, progresses.
0: This is brass eye. This is the pedophiles all over it.
2: I mean, I think it, I think it is pedos, but I think it might also be just run of the mill ruckus internet, you know, behavior. I mean, there's a lot of ne'er do wells on the internet. Look at four chan, and
0: like. You I know. like I like that people can I, have the I like freedom to be fucking pigs on the internet. I
2: like that too, but I do think to your point before, this brings an opportunity for the UK to like have harsher, more draconian laws to protect the children.
0: Yeah, and to take away Thus the f-
2: restricting your online liberty.
0: Yeah, and to take away the fun of the internet. Like just you know what? I bring it up every every week, but bring back rotten dot com. The glory days of the internet.
2: A senior police investigator, uh, a A senior police investigator said that the metaverse, in particular, this game has become rife with online sex crimes and all other types of offenses, including virtual theft. Uh, But there hasn't been an actual prosecution in the UK up until now. I mean, it could this whatever's occurring now, this investigation could lead to a prosecution. So this guy, Ian Critchley here, he's the lead for child protection and abuse uh, investigation at the National Police Chiefs Council. He claims the metaverse is a gateway for predators. Right. And uh, um, the the Association of uh, Police and Crime Commissioners, Donna Jones here said the government Needs to look at changing laws to protect women and children from harm in virtual environments. What, this what is, about this young is exactly men, though? exactly where it happens.
0: What about teenage boys? Do they not need protected? Just women and children who are fucking dumb enough to be on the internet, apparently.
2: Well, she's, she feels that the UK needs to update their laws because they haven't been kept, they're not, they're not kept at pace with the risks of harm that children are uh, susceptible to.
0: At the end of the day, it's fake. And if you're going to get upset about what something that happens in a game, you just do what I do. You sell the PlayStation and you vow never to play another game because they killed your horse. It's that simple.
2: Well, I think it is a bit more complex than that.
0: It's not. David, do you know how traumatized I was when my horse died? On I think Red it's Dead a Redemption? bit more complex than that. I got up and I paced around the room and I was close to tears. I had we're my gonna, hands on my hips and everything. We're going to so get upset. into...
2: Uh, Second life. I, th- I personally, I think that's a case of arrested development It's <laughs> some, some emotional trauma from your youth like unresolved emotional trauma But we're gonna get into second life where people have like full-on businesses like they make yeah. money off of that I So remember. they can't just like drop it because yeah. that's their livelihood and those are people who are also <laughs> susceptible to this type of uh, you know tomfoolery um, but before we get to that, uh, this Legal analyst and attorney Lexi Rigdon, who sounds a lot like Kate Rambo, says the virtual gang rape of an avatar sounds like an onion headline. She's like, what's next? Are we going to prosecute people for theft who play Grand Theft Auto?
0: Yeah. Yes, bitch. Yes, queen. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
2: Real rape victims, if they could just take off the headset and be safe, they would. You know, I think it's commentary on our culture that turns every offense into a trauma.
0: Thank you. What's her name? I want to send her some kisses.
2: <laughs> Lexi Rigdon.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Lexi.
2: She added that if there's verbal harassment between two people who knew each other and there's a way to add validity to it, then there could be legal recourse. But notes of complaining of virtual physical touching is ridiculous. She's like, take off the headset. This is honestly laughable.
0: Thank you, Lexi. <laughs> but, the,
2: the, the, <laughs> but the difference here is this girl, Sure. If she was an an adult, she was over 20 and she's complaining about like getting, you know, her titties felt up in the virtual world. I would say like, just turn off the headset. But this girl is under 16 years old.
0: Yeah, but still, I'd be like, you know, it's a game. Don't you, darling? Yeah, but it's not real.
2: But what is real is that children have access to platforms such as this with so little oversight that grown men can target and harass children directly and even now in a more like immersive environment like almost like with this haptic technology you can kind of touch someone virtually
0: but you could you can do that in any of the games like call of duty like when i used to play that i was like 22 and there'd be like 12 year olds playing that game
2: yeah 12 year olds playing that game and you're dying virtually dying and you're murdering you, you no
0: know. but you can talk to them and be like where are you from and they'll be like canada and you'll be like Canada's full of pussies. they be like, "Don't say that. I'll tell my mom."
2: But I think that is monitored, though. I think if you started like yelling stuff about Nazis and white supremacy, I think they would ban you.
0: They probably would nowadays, but not back. But in I the think Glock, Facebook. Yes. I think
2: Zuckerberg here should take heat. I think he should probably put in some monitoring for children, or or that if it's if Horizon Worlds is available for people eighteen and up, well then you got to put in some some nanny, you know, type of. Uh, of uh, programming that could detect a child. You know,
0: this is very Chris Morris. A child has entered the room.
2: (laughs) Well, no, like maybe a child shouldn't be allowed to sign up. Like you have to prove your age somehow.
0: Right. Like you show your driver's license or something like that.
2: You know, I mean, just taking the headset off, doesn't n- negate the experience of what that kid just went through
0: yeah but that's like we all have like moments in our childhood where you suddenly age a, a million years a years in a nanosecond like the first time you see naked people and you know it like the first time i saw Eurotrash, i grew up fast in that second or the first time i looked through my mom's holocaust books and saw all of them i grew up fast in that second this is just their trauma for a new generation
2: Possibly, but we don't know the psychological effects of it. I don't know if I was a four-year-old and I was surrounded by a bunch of dudes <laughs> saying that they wanted to rape me.
0: Yeah, but you'd be like, I, Mommy, I, don't, I think I might rape? be
2: scared. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I might be scared. I think we should focus on, you know, the, if a predator can go to jail or be on like a sex offender registry for messaging a kid or sending dick pics or something like that online, then why not like if you're saying I'm going to rape you, you know, in a virtual world, directly to a child, shouldn't there be some kind of punishment?
0: Well, yeah, if you're a convicted sex offender. But if well, not, you'd just be like, I didn't know they were actually 14. They could have been 42. There's so many catfishes that go on the internet. And then you could sue Zuckerberg.
2: You could sue Zuckerberg. But I, what I, I guess my point is this doesn't fall into that textbook definition of rape that the cops are trying to say it is.
0: Yeah, because you it's know, not rape.
2: It's not rape. You know, but it's still predation. You know, and and it still involves a child. So Graham Bigger from the National Crime Agency, uh, he's the Director General of the National Crime Agency, which I had never heard of before.
0: His name is Graham, not Graham Graham.
2: Yeah, G-R-A-M-E. Graham?
0: Yeah, Graham. Graham. You're just saying it in the American way. It's
2: a weird... I'm I'm always accustomed to G-R-A-H-A-M.
0: Yeah, Graham. Graham. No, it's Graham.
2: Uh, Graham. (laughs) Uh, But the National Crime Agency apparently is a law enforcement agency in the UK that uh, is against organized crime, human weapon and drug trafficking, cybercrime, any kind of economic crime that goes across like regional or international borders. Okay. So I actually had never even heard of that.
0: Well, I mean... You'll you guys will have the same one as well. Yeah, we
2: do. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. It would probably be. Uh, so, what's the one that uh, that 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 monitors guns and gun gun laws and and not the not the FDA? Maybe the FDA.
0: The, the ones who did Waco.
2: Yeah, that was that ATF. The ATF. FDA? The, the ATF. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The ATF. I think would maybe be maybe the FDA and the ATF would be similar here. Anyway, he said crimes committed in virtual reality could have real life impacts. You know, rapes and murders committed virtual reality. The metaverse could be potentially, and not now, but maybe in 10 years from now, as technology progresses, uh-huh. could be criminal offenses because of the real life impact on the victims. Um, you know, he said that people feel a physical manifestation while wearing this haptic technology. And as we, you know, as technology progresses, it's probably not just going to be a headset anymore. It's going to be an outfit. It's going to be a suit. It's going to be actually be AI you're interacting with.
0: Yeah, that's in the very future. But this is like Andrea Dworkin level of trying to scare people. I spent my entire childhood playing GTA. Do you know how many cars I've stolen? Zero. Do you know how many prostitutes I've shagged, then murdered to get my money back? Zero. It's a fucking game and it's online. Yeah, but
2: you virtually did it.
0: Yeah, virtually but, I virtually mean, did it. And but, it was fucking awesome. But you're
2: not interacting. It, like, that's not a multiplayer game. Like, are you it talking to people? Oh, yeah. it is now.
0: GTA is an online game now, yeah.
2: Could you imagine all the shit talking?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of it.
2: So are you allowed to play if you're under 15?
0: It's an 18 game. But yeah, I was playing GTA. We were like 10 and 11. And we were all playing GTA, the original one. But it, it
2: doesn't use any kind of, like... Immersive technology. This like is very not... modern
0: immersive. Te- well, actually, no, I take that back because there is the Nintendo that came out, and they remember Duck Hunt, and you'd put the goggles on for Duck Hunt.
2: Well, yeah, but that was a long time. But that's a little bit different than this. Like but that's this immersive technology. I think eventually with this, these this haptic technology, I think it will get more and more advanced to the point where you probably could feel someone up online and ha- and have it feel pleasurable,
0: like Demolition Man.
2: I mean, they already have dildos. What are those called? Those the haptic dildos that I could control. You know, from... Thousands of miles away. Yeah, thousands of miles away. I could control it. So, I mean, that's this definitely, you know, is is predicting that that you could have... No, I'm just saying it's predicting, you know, that you could be physically violated in the future using this technology. And that he's just saying law enforcement needs to prepare for this and needs to understand this and figure out ways that work with technology companies to police this metaverse. And they're just beginning to think about whether it is even could be a crime. However, then you have, uh, you know, people like Ian Critchley who's saying, you know, this metaverse gang rape means that police now need to pass laws to fight such behavior. And he's like, you know, that the passing of the Online Safety Act, is, Act was instrumental to this. And we need to have much more harsher, you know, uh, laws that come in place to protect the children and more action from tech companies to make platforms even safer. So, I mean maybe safer than just the bubble. I don't know, maybe it's like if it's a child the bubble's like gives you electric shocks or or like, you know, one of those like dog whistles in your ear.
0: You know, I'm I'm so sick of people protecting the children. How about this? How about children aren't allowed on the internet at all, and if your kid under the age of 12 is on the internet, the parents go to fucking jail, and the internet should only be for adults, should only be for adults to enjoy and that can be our space and the kids can fuck off outside how about that
2: or if there's a way that if you want to have you know educational software for kids you have to prove that it's actually indeed a child in there so like a 48-year-old man can't log on and make an avatar
0: i would no i would just think the internet now should just belong to adults because kids can't be trusted and pedos can't be trusted so you know what let's just take the kids off the internet fuck them well,
2: before we do anything <laughs> drastic, I think we should kind of research this. I think it's something we need to start thinking about, but before they pass any laws restricting users' rights, I mean, there's a lot of questions here. There's a lot of questions of what happened to this girl in Horizon, you know, Horizon World. Did this young girl turn off the bubble? You know, did uh, the bubble not work for her? You know, what's, what's the charge for an avatar groping another avatar? And how do you even prove that it even happened? Or that the person wasn't hacked? You know, and like a Russian scumbag predator hacker might've hacked into it and is using her, a person's avatar to to victimize another avatar.
3: It's
0: just all nonsense. (laughs) Like put in the nonsense sense here.
2: So there is a, you know, a, a long history of virtual rape. I know people are talking about it now, but this has been going on for a long time. In fact, it kind of goes back to 1993.
0: I would say the dawn of the internet. As soon as people could ask ASL, that's when rapes on the internet well, happened. Well, I think when you,
2: when you first had like multiplayer type games. Yeah. So in 1993, there's an article by a journalist named Julian Dibble about a rape in cyberspace. He published this in the Village Voice. And he reported on how the people behind avatars that were sexually assaulted in a virtual community felt emotions similar to those victims of physical rape. Very prescient here. Uh, the the, the article is called The Rape in Cyberspace. So he kind of stumbled upon it, actually. Um, his, his girlfriend at the time was really into this, it's called an MUD, I had to actually look this up, a multi-user dungeon. It's a oh, multi-user yeah. dimension or multi-user domain. And it's like, you're in a real-time virtual world, it's, there's no images, no graphics, just text-based or storyboarded. Right. But you can interact directly with other people. And we keep in mind this in 1993. Um, But anyway, his girlfriend was super into it and he was trying to find her and he couldn't find her over the phone. So he logged into this this MUD called Lambda Moo. And uh, when he found her, she was in a meeting with other people regarding how to resolve this issue of a creepy rapist player named Mr. Bungle.
0: No way, <laughs> yeah. did he? The ba- Mr. Bungle was out then at the time as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Mr. he formed well, Mr. Band, Bungle. Well, when was the first per- Mr. Bungle album? Was it 1992?
2: 91, actually, it's part it? of that. This guy, obviously, right. named after Bungle. But oh Mr. my god,
0: he's a fan. Mr.
2: Bungle was named after like some goofus and gallant type character. I know, but
0: 50s. he's 100% naming himself after the band. Oh, for
2: sure, <laughs> yeah. had to have been, yeah. Um, so the avatars in Lambda Moo. Uh, people can make their own interactive avatars and they're user programmable and uh, they, can, uh, they can interact automatically with each other and with objects and locations of community, but it's through a script because there's no graphics. Um, and so the cyber rape that occurred with Mr. Bungle, um, he leveraged what's called a voodoo doll sub-program. And this is what a lot of hackers use that allowed him to make actions that were falsely attributed to other characters in the virtual uh, community. So he was taking control of other other avatars and typing really horrific sexual acts that he was... You're forcing on the forcing characters to perform on each other.
0: This is hilarious. And in <laughs> and the, the plot, <laughs> the plot twist is that it's actually Mike Patton as well. That just would be Just bored one night.
2: It's not, but that would be amazing. I don't
0: see anything wrong with what this guy's doing. He's just a fucking really good at coding. Well, so fuck the rest of them.
2: It went far beyond the community norms at that point and continued for several hours. No one could stop it,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it was interpreted as a sexual violation of the avatars, who were made to. Act sexually, whether they wanted to or not.
0: Well, right. I can solve this problem. You just log out, and then you go back tomorrow. There you go. Problem solved.
2: Well, after this harrowing experience, it's not here, harrowing. Come on. Several several users posted on the inmoo mailing list that they had emotional trauma. Like they they actually experienced emotional trauma um by this man's actions. Diddums. One user whose avatar was a victim called his voodoo doll activities a breach of civility while in real life post-traumatic tears were streaming down her face. What the fuck? <laughs> People
0: are impressionable this. this. was They're your vulnerable. generation as saying this shit as well. This wasn't my lot. My lot are the ones on the internet who are being unruly and don't give a fuck.
2: I don't know if it's my generation. I, I didn't even it master email in 1993. I the, was in high school. I don't even think we had email.
0: It's your generation.
2: <laughs> um, but despite all of this, a lot of the uner- users here and Lambda Moo kind of banded together and were like, we need to figure out a way to punish... The Mr. Bungle user for his actions, as well as prevent something like this from happening, you know, in the future. And so they had this online meeting, and this is what uh, the journalist stumbled upon about what should be done about Mr. Bungle. It was like a two and a half hour meeting, and they didn't really have any conclusive decisions. But afterwards, the master programmer of uh, Lambda, a guy named Joe Feedback. Uh, decide to just terminate the guy's account completely
0: exactly why is this, why is this even a question he's in here he's hacking your. he's hacking your coding boot him out there you go it's, it doesn't have to be a two and a half ground, hour though conversation. it's new
2: ground i mean there's there's no precedent for this so i mean they're trying to decide like what so should i be able to restrict your freedoms
0: this was the early days of the internet. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to go this in, you're going to... This is
2: gonna... early, the earliest. This is the origin yeah. of the internet.
0: If you're going to go in and fuck around to people's good times, then yeah, you're out the party no because matter what. Because you're
2: violating the, you know, the, the, the laws of the community. So Pavel Curtis here, the main creator, um, whose screen name is Archwizard oh my Hakon,
0: <laughs> he set
2: up uh, a system of petitions and ballots where anyone could put up to a popular vote whether or not to ban somebody. Right. So, um, I mean, I almost put like, you know, an actual democracy in here. Um, and they put, <laughs> they put into place the system an app boot command, which temporarily disconnects any disruptive guest user from the server. Yeah, as well as a number of features. You know, they did discover later on that Mr. Bungle it
0: was Mike Patton. No,
2: he was a young man attending NYU, but it wasn't just him. It was a whole group of NYU students on a dorm room, dorm room floor who were encouraging his actions and suggesting horrible things that he should say to everybody else.
0: Yeah, as fucking awesome. That's well, what the internet should be about.
2: It would have been. I mean, I could see I could see myself taking part in some of like that. I 100 well, would have. Part too. of it is because you don't even. It doesn't even seem real to you. You're not seeing someone suffering firsthand. It
0: isn't real. That's the entire point of it. It's not fucking real. So you can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, we're in this sexy dungeon together. Fuck him up the ass with a truncheon.
2: Yeah, you could say that, but it wasn't real. I mean, this is just you're communicating in text or a storyboard. Yeah. But once the... These avatars become more lifelike and become an extension of you and your real. personality, your identity. Is it?
0: It's still not fucking real. No.
2: I think you're gonna question what reality is at that point.
0: No, you're not, because it's not real.
2: Kate, okay, you live in the matrix. I'm gonna
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm happy to stay here.
2: So there's other areas with even uh, with even like you know, more prolific rape. One in particular I read about that's hilarious is World of Warcraft. As a rape tavern.
0: I am. I was never a big World of Warcraft like fan, Mm. but when that was like at its height, I knew uh, I lost three friends to World of Warcraft. And whenever you would go around their house to smoke weed with them, you're with them smoking weed as they're playing World of Warcraft.
2: (laughs) How fucking boring is
0: that? Well, I mean, it's a thing. I I personally would never make somebody sit in the house and watch me play San Andreas unless they're a huge San Andreas fan. But I get it; it's very addicting and so i'm well I mean, aware of all the naughty things that you can do on world of warcraft
2: i still work with guys that uh i don't know if they play i think they now do mostly dungeons and dragons online but i've worked with because i work in tech i've worked with a lot of programmers and that's what they do for fun is after being at work with each other all day then they go They're online home. and they play warcraft together
0: yeah and you or have maybe i don't know about parties. warcraft
2: now but this is i mean Multiple jobs I've had. This is kind of like the pastimes of most of my coworkers. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to the bar and possibly jumbos.
0: Yeah, I do know somebody who also met the boyfriend. who Then they became engaged. They never made it down the aisle, though. Free World of Warcraft.
2: Well, people have World of Warcraft-themed weddings and shit. I mean, if it's like, a, you know, it's, 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 it's a lifestyle. So there's a tavern in a, I guess it's kind of a community or a town called Goldshire. Goldshire. Um, it's kind of a starting area. It's in the beginning of World of Warcraft. It's not even that, that deep into the game. And it's long been an infamous hangout for the erotic roleplay community, the ERP, as they call it. Um, so they, they have this tavern backroom. It's kind of a rape tavern. And uh, Mo- Vice's mother bird, motherboard interviewed a player named Clara about you know, how the tavern was a playground for players looking to enact rape fantasies. So she said, when a character, usually female, shows up at the inn, they can expect immediately to be propositioned for sex, chased around the room, and <laughs> be on the receiving end of magic that has white light to simulate ejaculate.
0: Is it, you know what, this kind of sounds like it would be amazing if the Benny Hill theme tune was playing while they walked into while the room. While they're just,
2: like, ejaculating on her? Yeah. Fantastic. I just love it. It's like every dude, like every, like, I don't know, what, virgin 16-year-old player in that game, as soon as a girl, a female avatar comes in there, they're just shooting white light at her.
0: See, I feel this is also different because whenever i've played games like this i'm never a chick i'm always like the ugliest creature monster you can be or i'm like a strapping young man i'm never a chick so they're all shooting their ejaculate at probably what's a, a fucking it's a probably teenage, another
1: dude probably yeah. another
0: dude yeah which i mean you can now ask metaversely are you gay <laughs> So, yeah.
2: during the investigation here that uh, Motherboard was doing, they went, on, they went into uh, the, the tavern here in Goldshire, and they were frequently harassed and whispered by players asking things like, how much would a rape session cost? Uh, some members of the group admitted that they felt it was much hotter when the victim ran because it was like a real rape. <laughs> <laughs> As if they know what a real rape is even As like. As if they
0: even know what real sex is even like. Bless.
2: Uh, but of course the players themselves believes fully that this is simply a form of erotic role play and it's not hurting anybody.
0: Well, it's world of Warcraft. It's hilarious.
2: But Clara, who not only is a member who is a player here in uh, Warcraft, but she's also an online escort in second life because they have prostitution in second life.
0: I know. I remember. Um,
2: that. She describes the tavern as a disturbing scene. A female human really wanted a 69 with me as a few paladins watched in the background and simulated ejaculation through spells that emit white light. (laughs) She responded with a very clear and definitive no, to which the players responded by surrounding her and harassing her further and emitting even more white light. (laughs) (laughs) Clara then escaped the uncomfortable situation by completely logging off and quitting the game. She said, I deleted my character and since then I've never been back.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's how to problem solve it. It's
2: called doing the Kate Rambo.
0: Yeah, just fucking <laughs> log off.
2: So how many times did the horse shoot white light all over you in Red Dead Redemption?
0: Oh, that's never happened. <laughs> that's never happened. But how many times have I gone to the saloon to have a bath and have one of them massage me? Let's say often. <laughs> often.
2: So I would say the hotbed of rape online is second life.
0: It, it, totally, but Second Life doesn't exist anymore, does it?
2: No, I think it does.
0: Oh, I thought they completely shut it down. Didn't Harrison?
2: Harrison loves Second Life. Har-
0: yeah, and obviously Dwight Schrute also loves Second. But Life.
2: Harrison was all about like the erotic role play of Second Life. Yeah, but you know, I never, I knew what it was. I mean, I think we've done shows about Second Life, you know, previously, but I've never played it. I don't really know anyone other than Harrison that played Second Life.
0: I tried it for like fifty minutes, but it's just like, is it it's free? Just like, can me? anyone
2: do it, or do you have to buy it?
0: I definitely had a free version, and this is back when I had like a big fat one of those, you know, um, bubble Max. That was like a different. Oh, color. the IMAX with like a yeah.
2: turquoise or and orange background. Yes, yeah. mine was or turquoise. The back of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it was just like a huge. It was kind of like thing. a massive
2: CRT monitor. It was huge, was turquoise. Yeah. so
0: heavy to carry. But that was what I played it on. for, like, And I used to play loads of... I used to play all the other funny games. Like, you do you know about, like, the Japanese games where you're, like, you're trying to touch a girl in public and you're in, like, a very crowded subway and you're trying to put your hand up her skirt. But if, like, someone notices you, like, they, they're going to shout... There's tons of games like that. And I used to play them. <laughs>
2: they're going to have one of those whistles. I forget what they call them, the the, the pedophiles, the, the fondlers. <laughs> um, so in 2007... Police in Brussels, Belgium, were patrolling the virtual world of Second Life after a user reported being raped in the game. So they're investigating the case, and they said there it was their intention to find out if a crime has been committed. So there, you know, there's recent news that's coming out about prostitution and porn in Second Life, but that's fine because Second Life is geared towards adults. You know, it's not it doesn't look like a child's game like Horizon yeah. World. Um, but we do need to kind of comprehend. How a character could be raped in this virtual world. So, in Second Life, you know, there's like a full on rape culture there. Like, you can buy rape add ons, which makes your Second Life avatar able to attack other characters. You can also purchase rape fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> and these purchases take place in like this shady back alley with the actual rape set in some kind of like red cobblestone gimp dungeon.
0: Right. No, that's I'm- why
2: Harrison was into it.
0: I'm saying that's a male fantasy, because I would say like a lot of women have what I call healthy rape fantasies. Which I think
2: you could purchase too.
0: Yeah, but it's like a healthy rape fantasy where you want to be taken by like a swashbuckling prince, you know? Like Fabio. Yeah. And you'll be like, no, no. And then he'll be like, quiet woman. And then he'll take you, right? Or it'll be Burt Reynolds on a bearskin rug in front of a fire. And you'll be like, no, I have morals, Burt. And he'll be like, not. Not now you do, right? You know what I mean? Healthy rape fantasies like that.
2: What about so a So you can tell
0: they're for boys, because no girl wants a rape fantasy where you're in a fucking back alley. Not <laughs> well, none.
2: I don't know if Well, that, there's probably a couple. I mean you could question whether that's truly rape then. Unless oh. it's you know, I mean this is like a group of what, like four four acne ridden fourteen year olds. <laughs> and
0: Harrison. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and Harrison <laughs> Just, mm, mm, mm.
0: <laughs>
2: so there's this, this add-on that you can buy called the On-Duty Penis. Wow. Yeah. So this, this woman here, I guess, wrote into to uh, the Second Life Inquirer, which is like this kind of uh, nonprofit that investigates sexual like assaults and things like that in Second Life. And so they did this full investigative report into the On-Duty Penis app. And so this woman wrote, um, I run my own clinic on my husband's land. Way before I met my husband, and i was still getting to know how to do things in second life. I wouldn't say I was a newbie, but I was still learning about the community. A guy asked me for a dance, which I had no problem with, until he asked me if I ever look at my hip when I dance with someone. It was such an odd question. And I said, no, why would I do that? And he proceeded to tell me, maybe I should look. I immediately stopped dancing with him. And when I did to my shock and horror, I got a message saying, congratulations, I'd be having a baby in nine days.
0: Oh, and, oh my God, this is the worst type of rape. You now have to have a rape baby. <laughs>
2: then it sent me a message instructing where I needed to go to have the baby. Apparently, his on-duty penis HUD went right through my jeans. I was angry and I asked him what the hell did he do to me and he laughed and walked away as if what he did was nothing and I was nobody. And she said she began to cry because she had been raped in real life and was left for dead and all these horrific memories, this trauma came flooding back to her again. And she reached out to her friends and they said, I can't be pregnant because she didn't have her mommy H U D on. And if it's (laughs) second life, you know, you can play whatever role you want and it's not really a big deal. But it was a big deal to her because she was a victim of rape and she couldn't accept what her friends were telling her. Um, Even if it's Second Life, it's still rape. So What I'm saying is like, she's a victim. She's internalizing these type of emotions.
0: Yeah, I know. But she should also realize that she's playing fucking Second Life and there's a lot of deviance on Second Life. And if you have that type of trauma from what's already occurred to you, maybe just don't play. Play Animal Crossing. You know, play something sweet. I mean, Play Mario Kart. But it
2: was an innocuous experience here. It's just some guy. Well, the, the guy that did this, they refer to, him as, or refer to people like that as a griefer, which is a name for a Second Life resident who harasses and targets other residents.
0: That is 100% who and, I would be
2: in Second Life. <laughs> and the on-duty penis is a griefer tool. It's a free product. Uh, that, that you, could, you could just purchase. Or actually, you don't even need to purchase. You can purchase add-ons for it, but you can go find it. And uh, I guess it's the, the premium escort network. And once you go there, that's where you can acquire an on-duty penis, but then you can add add-ons to it to make it even more powerful. And the object, when used by a griefer, can impregnate unsuspecting women that aren't wearing conception HUDs. So I was like, this is so foreign to me. I'm like, what is a conception HUD? And so a conception H-U-D is another add-on that allows couples to engage in consensual sexual contact with each other and has the option to stimulate pregnancy and gestation. So you actually give birth in Second Life.
0: All Second Life is to me is like a lower pass Sims. Sims is way more fun than Second Life. And also on Sims, you can kill the children and you can kill them. So you probably can in Second Life. I don't know
2: if you can in Second Life, but wh- I just don't get it. Like, why, why do you want to have a baby virtually?
0: Maybe some people can't have children in real life. So they're like, and "Well, will so have are But yeah. then I would be like, let's just play Sims. It's like a
2: vicarious thing. Yeah. But so conception HUDs, um, you have the option to stimulate pregnancy with this. Now, now, if you have an on-duty penis, you don't need a mommy and daddy HUD to stop you. On-duty penises scan an area and they find women that that even if you don't have an HUD... They'll uh, cause pregnancy without the HUDs and without any kind of sexual contact. And you could do a whole area, just get, get like 20 bitches pregnant.
0: Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a, ma- you know, that urban myth about men, if they come in a jacuzzi, will impregnate all the women inside it's, that jacuzzi. It's very
2: similar to that. Can you say an on-duty duty <laughs> on duty
0: penis again?
2: On duty penis. I guess it's caused couples to bicker due to its questions of infidelity. Because you cheated you know,
0: on me in Second Life, didn't well, you? Well, all of
2: a sudden you're like, oh, your, av- you know, your Second Life avatar is pregnant. How'd that happen? It was an on duty penis, I swear.
0: Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) And so it also causes grief because then you got to go terminate this unwanted pregnancy with an abortion, a second life abortion.
0: I was going to ask so, can you (laughs) not do a thing where you throw yourself down the stairs or you drink like the other Victorian method, other than the the clothes hanger, was you would get into a very, very hot bath and you would drink a pint of gin? And that would. You actually have
2: to go get a second life abortion.
0: No, I want to get into the hot bath and drink a pint of gin. I don't know
2: if they have like back alley abortion clinics in Second Life. This is what I want to do in up. Second
0: Life. I want to start a back alley abortion where it's just hot baths and gin.
2: So with normal pregnancies, you know, there's the mommy HED and the daddy HED. <laughs> like normal pregnancies. They talk pregnancies. to each other. Yeah, the normal, <laughs> quote unquote. And so then you go to a clinic, you get a checkup, and then you, you have like a... You, know, you you deliver the baby and then you can monitor the baby's growth and the gestation period. And it's just like, you know, you go get ultrasounds and blood work and there's full-on labor and delivery. Uh, but what's what's bizarre about this is that you don't even need to, to, to worry about having the HUD on. Because that's the thing. If you don't have the HUD, you, you can't get pregnant except for the on-duty penis because it has the ability to override that and impregnate anyone in like a scanning range. And the more like I guess the, the add-ons, more money you put into it, the scanning range increases.
0: I think a lot of incels would love to have an on-duty
2: penis. <laughs> on-duty penis. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure boner villain wishes he had one. <laughs> so yeah, the scanned victim's name gets put into a database where it detects the pregnancy from that the on-duty penis used. So <laughs> <laughs> So when it when it's used, you get a message to this wall scanner that says you're, you know, that person's now the father and then that that person's pregnant. And when the pregnancy is detected, your character is pregnant and it's, I guess you're listed as pregnant and you can say, you know, you, you could, you could say that you're impregnated against your will, but you still, you still have to go get a, a second life abortion.
0: Well, they do that in America too, D. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, it's, That's it's real life reality, but
2: I imagine it still must be traumatic.
0: No, it's not traumatic. And a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass, especially when it's like your character. It's a character. pain in the ass in real life. And it's a, a fucking pain in the ass on The Sims, right? When you make your two fucking Sims have sex for shits and giggles. And then suddenly a baby appears. But the b- good thing about The Sims is you can kill that child. So I always accept well, I guess you the can start. do that
2: here. So if you choose an abortion, the procedure's done the presence of whoever's in the room.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs>
2: and what makes it even more disgusting is the abortion equipment makes a loud sucking noise during the procedure. <laughs> a noise you know probably too well.
0: Actually, in Britain... It probably caused trauma. In Britain, I would like to say that um, we don't use the sucking machines. And you just have to take a couple of pills and it falls out of you naturally. So you take that America and your lazy ass <laughs> abortions. We do it for real in Britain. We do it raw.
2: Well, so there's groups trying to ban the on-duty penis from the, uh, <laughs> this, the Second Life marketplace because, you know, they, they feel rape's not a joke and and people can, you know, have opinions, they can laugh all they want, but when rape happens to you in real life... It will give you a different perspective.
0: I feel that, like, right, all right. The rape issue aside, it's the children aspect of this I don't like. Like, you shouldn't be allowed to just impregnate women out there and just be like, "Ha, you're pregnant now." Because then, gotcha. if you're a woman in that game, it's like, what if you were planning to go to, I don't know, go and buy a pretty dress that day, and now you're like, "Well, now I have to schedule a fucking abortion." Fuck you. And what if you've got no money in the game to have an abortion?
2: Well, that, that's a thing. You, I mean, then you, then, then you know i th- i don't think you have to pay for it as i was to say but i think you have to wait and schedule it
0: i would just be like i'm going to take you for everything you're worth and i'm sure daddy. the shame
2: is real and i'm sure it's the caused shame. like infidelity you know accusations and strife with your with your second life partner
0: oh what you could just do is log off and never go back on the game again
2: but but that's the problem so i read this this actually a pretty insightful article from a, a writer named Regina Lynn. It was in a May 2007 issue of Wired. It's virtual rape. Is, is it, it's traumatic, but is it a crime? No. So, you know, people, and that's the thing, people who don't know Second Life, which I don't really know, probably wonder, like, well, how is virtual rape even possible? But in Second Life, you know, you can get things like the on-duty penis. Um, you can uh, purchase other, you know, other rape tools, I mean, you can actually even purchase tools that, that if you wanna purchase a rape fantasy, you can allow other players to rape you. So, you know, you can get raped if you want to.
0: That's all Harrison wanted.
2: Yeah. Um, There even, there's virtual strippers, there's escorts, there's prostitutes. Um, I'm sure Harrison probably bought some of the virtual BDSM gear that has (laughs) like, yeah, that that you can put on like collars that allow you to control other characters. Right. But you have to, I mean, you're giving consent. You can purchase the perfect, you know, penis or breast add-ons if you want. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of rapey attributes to Second Life. But then again, it's a game geared towards adults, so you should be allowed to do this. Yeah. But, you know, people, so many argue that sexually oriented harassment, which is maybe what an on-duty penis is, (laughs) uh, that takes place in a virtual world, is not rape per se.
0: No, it isn't rape
2: So if your avatar here says something sexually explicit to his, you know, female neighbor, you know, that's, it's contemptible. I mean, it's shitty behavior. But is he committing, you know, is he committing rape? Like, should he be tried for this? Is that a crime? It's online harassment. Maybe even stalking, because, I mean, you could stalk someone.
0: Yeah, I just, I kind of feel that this is, Like, to get on a bit of a feminist soapbox. I feel that this is trying to, like, negate real rape. It's trying to make it just seem that maybe it's not as serious because you can get raped online now, you know? So when somebody gets raped in real life, it'll be like... I got raped too.
2: I, think it de- I Do you see do, what I'm trying to say? I do think it devalues it, the experience of an actual rape.
0: rape. Which but is a fucking horrific thing and should always be a horrific thing. And for these people to try and come in and be like, I felt trauma from what I saw online. Look, I've seen beheading videos. I know I don't like them, so I don't watch them. You know? Like just don't do it.
2: But I, I do think though, even though it might not be rape, I do think there's cyber stalking that place takes place. I think sexual harassment takes place yeah. in these worlds. You know, and, and it could cross over to, to RL real life. I mean if, if you're unlucky. You well, know, someone could dox you. Someone could some of these people are, are hackers. They're very tech savvy. They could find out some personal information about you. Next thing you know, you know, you're getting letters or phone calls or harassing statements like that well I think that crosses over into the realm of actual stalking which could lead to real rape exactly but the fact of the matter is is this prosecutable as rape no I would say no but then if you look into you know so there's like the harassment segment of this but then you look into you know like what we were talking about before with that Julian Dibble rape in cyberspace article there's the voodoo dolls that people can do which have been used to perpetrate something that many would call virtual rape. And that's, this is like, uh, what I was talking about with Lambda with the Lambda, uh, Moo. Uh, but people in, in second life, you know, people can get voodoo doll type objects. They can actually script them themselves. And these are like collars that allow a user to control another user's avatar. And they're used in the BDSM crowd, but sometimes people can like develop code that makes these devices work whenever they want. And so then, then you could empower like four dudes to gang rape another avatar.
0: Yeah, but it's still not rape. And you're also on Second Life where it's full of perverts and degenerates. And if it happened to me, I'd just be like, oh yeah, yeah, I got, you know, that happened to me. I got the collar one time. Oh well, like it was annoying. I got on with my life.
2: Well, I mean, as a, you know, if, if you think about it, we have laws here that an adult subjecting a teenager or child to sexual words images or suggesting the internet is praying in a sexual way someone so to a vulnerable woman it's not you're not able to do that if i'm taking control of like six different dudes in second life and raping your character you don't think there should be any kind of punishment for that
0: no because you're on fucking second life you know what you've signed I think you should before. be banned from
2: the game maybe maybe for a period of time or
0: like suspended yeah
2: or suspended but
0: at the end of the day is second life and um, you, you should know what to expect from it like you know don't move next door to a slaughterhouse and then fucking complain when the pigs start screaming it's the way of it
2: but then should it be a crime to send a sexual message to a child
0: that's different though that's like sending that's like a nonce being like but hey, how baby. do you know if the
2: second life avatar isn't a child
0: Well, you don't. So, but it's second life. But then.
2: Virtually raping a child.
0: No, I think then the problem should not be on the person who's done the raping. It should be like, why aren't the parents policing what the children are doing on the internet? Which leads back to my point no internet for children.
2: But what, I mean, what if, how can you police your 13 year old?
0: Uh, Easily?
2: Or 14 year old? When you're at work?
0: Why aren't they in school, David?
2: What about their phone? What about after school? You get home from school at three.
0: But not in Britain. Or I, didn't, did, I do, didn't leave school until you after You do here. You
2: get, a, you get home at 3, and then it's like, and now everybody has a you computer. You can
0: put parental locks and everything. And unless they're going to get the internet off a, a bad kid at school, which is what, how I started smoking. Well, that's what would
2: happen. You know? I mean, yeah, I that think, is what's happened. I, but I, I think, think it's very difficult for parents them. to police all of the child's online activity.
0: Yeah, but it's like how they couldn't police me from looking at naked but people in Holocaust books. I
2: do think you could educate your children that you know, a situation like this could occur in a place like second life but it's i think it's it's i think it's difficult to call this rape
0: because it isn't rape. it's
2: not rape i don't think it is rape and i mean if you actually talk to somebody you know however brutal this sex attack is online it doesn't equate to an actual attack in real life when you're at a police station you know getting like a swab with a rape kit i mean i think that's like a completely different level of trauma and i think it's dismissive of that to say that this is the same level of trauma.
0: Yeah, I think it's very you know? like, oh, didums like just get on with your life, turn the computer off and just get on with it.
2: But I think the difference here, and this is why I'm trying to understand this, is I've never immersed myself into some kind of online life. I've never done this. So I don't know that emotional weight that something like this could happen.
0: Yeah, you but know? I do because I've been playing games my whole life. But it, at the end of it, do you just fucking turn it, turn it off. And you just get on with it.
2: I mean, I I, I think so. But a, a sexual assault can have an impact on can have an impact on somebody, even if it's I think virtually. I think this experience can, especially someone who's emotionally vulnerable. And we don't know the situation. What if you had been raped physically before, or physically before? Now it's happening virtually.
0: Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be in a game like Second Life. But, and also, the internet has affected all of us. When you think about it, like. I became a vegetarian because of Peter. So should I not go on the Peter website anymore just because it upsets me? Should I not watch Nature Is Metal on Instagram because it shows the brutal reality of nature in the real world? No.
2: I think that might be a false equivalency. I do it's think. Not. I, I do think. See, okay, sure. You're going to be like, I'm going to avoid images that might be upsetting. But someone like this in Second Life, you your 3D marketplace. Your avatar is your brand. I mean, people make money off of this. I thought, you sell uh, yeah. things and yeah. Like I'm you're,
0: intrigued by that aspect. That's
2: the thing. So is this, if your online environment becomes too hostile for you, it can cause actually real life anxiety because now you can't work. Now you can't interact with your friends or your companion because some people like have actual relationships in Second Life. And now you can't because you're scared you're going to get raped by these on-duty penis wielding ghouls. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I mean, I do think there is a level of trauma that occurs virtually. I just don't think it equates the level of a physical rape,
0: of course. It and doesn't. I think
2: I think it kind of falls more into the realm of online harassment, severe online harassment. But I, which is very very shitty, but I don't think it's a crime.
0: I don't think it's a crime. I don't think it's fun.
2: yet. I don't think it's a crime. <laughs> I
0: think it's fun to do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I can't imagine the even the British police. I don't think are going to be able to prosecute somebody for actual rape.
0: Oh, they really want to though. So I think they, they really can control do. the internet.
2: It's just not as punishable as sexual assault in the real world, you know. Um, and nor is virtual murder. Could you imagine getting like? you know, uh, tried for all the crimes you commit in, in Call of Duty or or Grand Theft Auto?
0: Oh, man, I would go to jail so bad. Because <laughs> you, you get bored, so you start thinking of ways, like I was saying before in The Sims. One of my favorite things to do was to create a sim, name it after someone I didn't like in school, and then I would put them in a little room with a phone or an oven... And then I would take away the phone and make, the, make a fire start in the oven and they would burn to death <laughs> in this tiny little room. And then you create a graveyard and I would kill all the kids because I wouldn't feed them and they just become little angels. Win what game? Sims. Oh, the, my other favorite thing. The, my favorite way to kill the children actually would be that I would create a swimming pool. And then when they were inside swimming, I would take away the ladder so they would drown. <laughs>
2: I'm glad this is cathartic for you because you can do this like virtually. In real to, life. Yeah. yeah and, and experience this vicariously so you don't do it in real life.
0: Everyone who's played good. The Sims has killed characters. It's not just me.
2: Well, so that's the thing though with, with Second Life though. You know, murder, um, rape is even allowed, even paid for. So why should, we, why should it be prevented completely? Why should it be monitored to the point where you're not allowed to even, allowed to even have that freedom? in the game for adults.
0: It'll just go into biohacking at that point. There will always be these people. There will always be this community. Just let them, if it's an adults only game, let them be adults. And then you make the adult choice of whether you can hack it or not.
2: Well, I think most states do have punishment for people who are online stalkers.
0: As they should. And harassers.
2: And I do think that's something you should have, but virtual rape should kind of be in that realm. Cause I don't think it's, Comparable to the reality of actual rape that you can't escape by just flicking off your computer or taking off the headset
0: exactly You know,
2: that's not gonna go away But I do think a different set of harsher rules should uh, apply to minors, especially if you think about the immersive experience, you know Like something like the metaverse has to make it more difficult for a child to even really distinguish what's real and what's not
0: but again, I think that has a lot to do with the parents. Like, why are parents letting their 14-year-olds I have think, VR, VR headsets? I think a lot of parents don't game?
2: even understand the technology. I think a lot of parents, their kids are showing them how to use their phones.
0: I know, but that's a lazy thing to say. And I, I think mean, it should be know. the parents who were like, no, you're not going to have a VR headset, Timmy. Like, kids you're 10.
2: You're we had interns at my work uh, over the summer that like, no, three coding languages. They're like 20.
0: They're a lot more, um, I would say, none yeah. of them want to go out and get drunk anymore. No, they're, all, I mean, like, they're, so, they're so driven
2: and tech literate. So it's like, I think what they do for fun is they, they're in they these types of the environments. Internet. I know, you know the, That's their thing.
0: So they'll either learn then that the internet is a cruel mistress or they don't and they cry about it.
2: I mean, I was reading uh, in uh, 2018, there was this kind of horrific Roblox rape. Do you know what Roblox is? Mm-hmm. The Roblox is similar to Minecraft. I've never actually played that.
0: No, I'm not a fan of those types of games. They're kids' games. But that's
2: similar to Horizon Worlds. If you look at it, it kind of looks very similar. But it's a kids' game. So in in uh, July 2018, a mother named Amber Peterson was reading to her daughter um, while the seven-year-old played on her iPad. And in the middle of reading, she uh, the young girl interrupted to show her what was going on in the game. And that's when she saw her daughter's avatar being violently gang-raped. <laughs> she said, at first, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. She was my... You know, my daughter's like innocent avatar was just being violently gang raped on a playground by two male avatars. And then a female observer approached him and then just jumped on her body at the end of the act. And then all three characters ran away, leaving her daughter's avatar face down in the middle of the playground, motionless.
0: I feel like they're playing horsey with you. Wouldn't you say that?
2: (laughs) Well, she immediately took the iPad away from her kid. And then took screenshots to send it to like the Roblox, you know, um, administrators. HQ. Yeah, um, but despite even taking these safety measures with her daughter's account, like blocking any friend requests or any kind of outside chatting, this could still happen.
0: Why? I think was there's she- still
2: ways to get around the nanny laws and yeah. the the parent parental restrictions that they put in place.
0: At the start of that story, though, you did. You highlighted what I was saying, though. She's reading to her daughter, so I presume she's reading her a good night story. So why then is your kid on an iPad? Why is your kid not involved in the story with you?
2: I think that's the thing in this technological age. This is what kids do. I mean, how, it's about
0: how- the parenting. You can like you can raise your kid without that shit. It's totally fine. I was the last generation to raise out the internet, and look how great I turned
2: out. <laughs> my my parents put no restriction on me and any kind of technology or any kind of video game or television or anything yeah because like you that.
0: didn't have the internet whereas I think now I don't think you my have parents would
2: even them. thought about it it just never would have occurred to them I think a lot of parents are like that a lot of parents are just trying to struggle to like you know for their kids livelihood put food on the table they don't have time to like sit there and look at what websites or what you're saying to someone on Facebook
0: I'd be like go on bully them more say <laughs> <laughs> something <he's laughs> meaner <laughs>
2: Um, but according to the website, <laughs> Roblox, which is the larger user-generated online gaming platform, number one site for kids that have 50 million players per month.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. But that. they said
2: that, you know, there is some user-created content that's not suitable for kids, even though they claim it's a family-friendly, immersive environment. And so they, they banned these users. You know, they, they went and... Uh, and and, and they, they do take measures. Like, uh, they have a whole division as trying to prevent any kind of like child predation or any type of that. But I mean, at the same time, it's, it's, it's really hard. You know, this other mother said, and um, this Australian mother said, she was sitting next to her kid and noticed out the corner of her eyes that one of the characters had massive breasts <laughs> and it turned out her daughter had been invited to a sex room by a stranger. And there was just like numerous graphic sex acts going on in this room.
0: This is like a weird story from my... Well, it's not a weird story, but it's a story from my childhood, David. So every Sunday, my mom would do the ironing. You know, she works all week, but she's doing the ironing. Family of five, lots of ironing to be done. And so she would put films on as we did the ironing. So it'd usually be Dirty Dancing and Pretty Woman.
2: That's pretty innocuous. She put on a porn this day?
0: You think... Dirty Dancing and Pretty Woman for, like, an eight-year-old or innocuous. Eight-year-olds yeah. shouldn't be watching that movie. There was no,
2: There was no, like, vaginal penetration. No,
0: but there is shagging. and it's, They're both adults. Barely movies. shagging. Anyways, I remember, like, we were watching Pretty Woman, and it's at the scene where she's about to give him a blowie, and she's taking off his pants. And I was, like, I was getting old enough to realize, to be like, why is she taking off his pants? So I asked her, why is, it, why is she taking off his pants? And she, my mom's answer, I will always remember this, was just so he can be more comfortable.
2: <laughs> well, obviously, she wasn't doing her due diligence to explain what's going on to you.
0: Well, she did. She Maybe made she it feel better. Shielded you from this So, if a kid with huge titties in Roblox, I was like, oh, so you went to a party? I'd be like, well, that's going to happen to you. You know, when you turn thirteen, you will have the biggest titties in the year, and all the boys will fancy you.
2: Not sure how healthy that is, but then again, I'm not a you can
0: explain puberty in that moment. And be like, that's going to happen to, to you a toddler. One day. Yeah, I'd be like, one day you will I think will there go
2: might be a little young for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never too young to learn about titties.
2: <laughs> Back to the virtual rape investigation that's going on right now. There was no physical injury, as I said before, but there could possibly be real physical and emotional trauma. I mean, that could be happening here. Uh, you know, in the current legislation that exists, um, so, you know, surrounding sexual assault and rape requires a form of physical touching. So in order to cover a virtual sexual offense, the law would need to attribute a legal personality to these avatars so that physical touching would be covered by the law. And I don't know if that's even possible. I hope not. You know, and, and the, the, other, the other thing too is a lot of them, you know, especially like, uh, you know, a lot of officials in the British government are saying, well, tech companies need to stand up and they need to, you know, to, to take more responsibility in preventing this type of action. But it's like, can they really do that? I mean, can they, ex- can, can they prevent every type of harmful act that can occur in the metaverse?
0: I guess they're kind of like God. You know, they may be like omnipotent and all powerful, but it's up to the user and how they use it.
2: Well, I do think they could, they could have, uh, you know, better security, better policing. You no. know, I, I, well, I think if you're using a company's product like that, I think you should, you know, abide by their standards. And the rules, and if you're not, I mean, obviously, if you're like harassing children,
0: it's so fun to be a bully <laughs> on the internet, though.
2: But I think I, I do think if you're in a game like Roblox, that's geared towards kids, they should try to mom. prevent, you know, a a 48 year old man who's a sexual predator from getting on that game.
0: I do agree, and
2: and walking around with huge breasts. <laughs> You know, Was it
0: Richard Speck?
2: <laughs> sex pests bothering kids. Um, but I mean, in terms of convicting this, I don't really know if you can convict someone for rape in, in the virtual world. I think it's more of like prosecuting them for harassment or, uh, or, or stalking. And, I mean, sure, this, this might change in the near future, but I do think, I don't think you can say it's rape. I mean, it, it, could, it could be more severe, you know, prosecution if, if it's, you know, if it's a minor, if a minor's involved, I mean, I do think I do think that should be a punishable offense if you're like harassing minors.
0: But again, online. I'd be like, why are the parents letting these kids uh, and not monitoring? And it should, you know, it should be a case of if your child misses so many days of school, it's the parents who get but go to car and the ones who could go to jail. It should be like that.
2: I do think tech savvy pedophiles can find a way to get around that.
0: They certainly did on Brass Eye. You know,
2: I. <laughs> <laughs> I think they can. So do we need to make new rules or do there need to be new laws? I mean, they, they, they passed the, the UK's Online Safety Act, which became law last October, and that introduced four new criminal offenses, harm-based communication, false communication, threatened communication, and cyber-flashing.
0: Oh, whatever that is. So, dick pics are now illegal, are they? Unsolicited they are. dick pics.
2: cyber flashing, oh. and uh, you know the UK claims that's a significant step forward, um, but you know the problem is 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 identifying, you know the 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 uh, the criminals here, and that's the, the most dis- difficult aspect is finding their actual identity. So, I mean, another issue here too with uh, with the metaverse is that geographically you know what are the borders of the metaverse you know a virtual world doesn't typically have any kind of physical evidence of a crime and it's limitless I mean the, the metaverse could be anywhere so it's like can you prosecute somebody and you know a child predator in Pakistan no I mean how are you gonna be able to do that so I mean I don't know it's like I do feel like resources could be used better for actual crimes yeah but as this technology progresses, there might need to be, like, some kind of minority report type cyber investigation unit. They probably
0: are gearing up to do that, and we just don't know. It probably is ge- gearing up to a thing where there will be, like, no borders on the internet.
2: Well, I think right now, because of all the issues trying to determine whether this is even a prosecutable offense, you know, policing in the metaverse is going to left, be left to, like, the tech companies, the platform operators, And Europe's got to be a huge pain in the ass for all the tech companies. With all your nanny laws.
0: I would just turn off my VPN. That's all you got to do. Fuck them.
2: Well, I'm sure they're going to take on greater responsibility for their users, but it's wishful thinking that they could stop every offense. And I think it's wishful thinking that a parent could monitor every action of their child online.
0: Unless you just don't let them online. I mean, I think
2: the the best thing to do is educate them. So they're aware of a situation like that.
0: Don't let them online and maybe give them a gun.
2: Yeah, <laughs> So you can hunt them down <laughs> Just give them the on-duty penis You can impregnate everybody but, the, but this next generation here I mean I don't know what The, the generation po- like after Gen Z Whatever that is, oh, is, that,
0: uh, is I don't that the even know lo- Are they the one they're calling the lost generation
2: Well, Or the virtual generation They're going to be spending what they estimate Is what I've read 10 years in virtual reality Over the course of their lifetimes That's close to about 3 hours a day
0: I think I've probably clocked up that.
2: No, I'm talking like immersed in a virtual environment.
0: Oh, like with a VR headset.
2: With everything. Haptic technology, with the headset, with the with the with the goggles and all that. So, you know, I mean maybe lawmakers need to add further protections in order to keep these kids safe. But in the meantime, you know, who knows? Mark Zuckerberg might surprise everyone by stepping up and utilizing the AI. That they originally employed to create the metaverse as an effective tool to police it.
0: As if. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Who knows? Just get him an on duty penis. Why not? (laughs) Uh, People's episode 927 here is sick and wrong. Got some phone calls coming up next 323 522 4032. But first, here's a quick message from Adam and Eve
4: Hey guys, it's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle.
2: So, we got a couple of phone calls to get to. People, you can call the Sick around hotline at 323 522 4032, or uh, you could just send us an email. Email snep 3 podcast at gmail.com. So, the first call we have here is a guy calling in about our Amish episode. He has a very romantic story about the Amish.
3: Hey, Dean Kate, how's it going? Hey, so I'm listening to episode 924 about the Amish and the I'm reminded back to a ABC news story of years back, um, and it was about this Amish girl who um, she uh, she was constantly raped by her three brothers.
2: Virtually or physically in the real world?
0: Definitely physically. She's Amish.
2: <laughs> what if they're an Amish second life?
0: Oh, I would kind of be tempted to do that.
2: You know, that would be actually. You know, that would be kind of cool if you could. Make an Amish second life where you could just be an Amish guy.
0: Yeah, but you're in a second life.
2: Yeah, well, you're virtual, and you like you know you, you milk virtual cows. You 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 um, raise barns virtual barns with your barns. brothers,
0: and then you rape your sisters. Ask me what my name would be. What would your name be? Jebediah.
2: Jebediah would be that's a classic is a great actually do you know what
0: Jebediah would be a good name for a sphinx
2: mine would be Ezekiel
0: okay we could be buds do you want to raise a bond together at the weekend and then I'll, go rape my sister because your sister's not as hard as my sister
2: yeah but I'll probably have my Amish on duty penis tool and you're gonna get impregnated
0: but I'm a man. I'm called Jebediah.
2: Doesn't matter. Ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be great. You could have like Hasidic Jewish second life where you're a Hasid with like, you know, a big strimal. Dimal
0: and yeah, and the curlies. And
2: so many ideas.
3: And, uh, they would, they would rape her and then they would ask forgiveness and they would get forgiveness. And she, uh, the girl, the rape victims, she became, uh, an even further victim because the, uh, the parents said, you're not praying hard enough. You're not, you're not having enough forgiveness. Um,
2: wow. wow. God, that's terrible. You know, so in Amish communities, do you go to like, if you were caught raping, do you go to like a governing body of Amish people in your community or do you actually go to like, you know, the English law system?
0: No, it's like the the Amish governing, which is like within the church. The Amish governing and body. And if you show that you're sorry and you just ask for forgiveness, then they shun you for a certain period of time. It's like they'll be like, okay, you were raping your sister, but we get that because Sarah is really hot. So we're just going to like, we're going to shun you for two weeks. And then after live that, in the everything, barn for a couple weeks. everything's fine. After two weeks, you can rejoin our society.
2: Wow. So no wonder it it, it perpetuates.
3: As far as they were concerned, her three brothers could just keep right on raping her as long as they asked forgiveness. And she was supposed to forgive them, but because she did not want to, um, she was seen as the, the bad guy.
2: Well, what was she wearing?
0: She's wearing a really billowy black dress with a white apron and a, a bonnet. bonnet.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, did she have any... Uh,
0: actually eyeliner on on this one day she put a flower betwixt her ear and the bonnet and it was rather dashing
2: asking for it <laughs> and uh
3: yeah that's that's amish for you Eh? eh? anyway lift balls, keep it keep it wrong
2: do you call us a cum bubble
0: he said lick my balls oh
2: lick my balls okay yeah. you know i posted some uh if, you, if you're not if you're not following the the uh sick and wrong instagram you should because i, I post a lot of fun reels there
0: well d just thinks about cum bubbles well, th- did
2: you see that reel i posted of the guy that had the pigeon on his shoulder
0: i did see that
2: one he was, so some homeless guy was in like a 7-eleven he had this pigeon on his shoulder <laughs> and security like you got to leave and he was just like don't touch me, you bitch-ass cum bubble. <laughs> and he just storms away with his fucking pigeon flapping on his shoulder.
0: I think um, Tim Ted was insinuating that I should find this man and marry him. He did say that, yeah. Because I do love a bird. and You love I, pigeons. I, pigeons are my favorite of the birds. Um, so I would appreciate any man who could tame a pigeon so nicely that they would sit on your shoulder and literally be your wingman. I would be impressed.
2: I mean, they're, they're smart creatures. Uh, well, thank you there for the uh, the romantic Amish story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's many more where that came from. All right, uh, moving on here, we got a longtime listener actually, uh, Jason Decay, who was cool. active on Facebook. Yeah, I, I've, I've uh, corresponded with him there several times in the virtual world. Correspondent. uh,
0: (laughs) How old are you?
2: (laughs) In the virtual world. Did you send
0: him a pigeon? Like this guy, did you send a pigeon to correspond to him in the virtual world (laughs) with your message?
2: We've had had correspondence (laughs) in the virtual world and it was, you know, it was not unseemly. He was a gentleman and I appreciate
4: that.
0: (laughs) He had a soft hand.
4: Happy New Year, D and Kate. Happy New Year. This is Jason Dekay from Facebook. It's been one year since I've been sober. Congrats, as Gary Busey would say, "Son of a bitch, everything's real." <laughs> I'm one of the wait, when has
2: Gary Busey been sober for a year?
0: Never has Gary Busey. Been- <laughs> I don't think it's ever <laughs> happened. <laughs> Utah, get Things me two.
4: Wanted to do to celebrate was to call in and give you a little history of why I love Sick and long and why it's my favorite podcast. This may be a two-parter, so I'll be real quick. Uh, in 94, oh. uh, seventh grade, I was in science class.
0: How old are you in seventh grade? Wait,
2: uh, Twelve, probably, but that, that's funny because I was like, we haven't been recording Sticking wrong that long, thankfully.
0: (laughs) No, I think he's going back into. I think he's going back in
2: time to to his influences. Yeah, we're we're traveling back in time here.
4: And for whatever reason, my science teacher uh, was telling this story about uh, some dad being upset at his kid, and he took the kid and slammed him up against the wall. Well, I sat there, and I laughed out loud, and my science teacher got pissed and kicked me out. Well, when he was telling the story, uh, the first thing that popped in my head was when Kane Hodder, a.k.a. Jason, in Friday the 13th Part 7, uh, took his victim in a sleeping bag and slammed her up against the wall. Oh,
2: no, that's a deep cut. <laughs> How many people have seen <laughs> Jason Seven? What's that one even called?
0: It's just called Jason.
3: <laughs> Jason
2: 7? <laughs> wow. You know, you know what's funny? I think I don't I own all the uh, the the Friday 13ths. I think I own all the the Nightmare on Elm Street. I know, and
3: I'm
0: constantly telling you to just get rid of
2: like them. Like nine Hellraisers. Yeah, I'm just like, you, you But you never know them. when you might want to watch them. I agree with Jason Decay. It's like they're very influential. <laughs> yeah, Many but he's scenes. He's like
0: 12, and he knows Jason 7 so well that he's like, huh, reminds me of that scene from my favorite movie, <laughs> Jason
2: 7. I think it was Friday the th- 13th part 7. But no, it's, it's called Jason
0: 7 as far as Jason I'm concerned
2: Jason
4: has a hernia. <laughs> so... Later on, uh, in '96, uh, I found rotten.com oh, yes. sent me down a wormhole. Then in 99, uh, I found consumption junction. and when I saw Tub girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> that opened up a whole world for me. Did uh, you ever
2: follow Style Project? Because I loved, obviously I love Rotten, And I was a huge fan of Consumption Junction. But Style Project, back then before it became a full porn site, was such a great early meme site of just disgusting memes.
0: Yeah, I didn't know Style Project. Maybe it was S-T-I-L-E
2: Project. It probably was a little before your time. It would have been like around the same, like 98, 99. But I found so many pictures there that I emailed my friends.
0: I bet you did. Yeah. Made them upset. <laughs> So many.
4: <laughs> Later on, I found out about Bizarre Magazine and started collecting Bizarre Magazines. I was in two issues of Bizarre um, with a couple letters that I wrote in it. Oh, nice. And Great magazine. I bet I would have read old- them.
2: Yeah, I probably discovered Bizarre... Probably like... 98, maybe 97.
0: 99. 99 was when I first started shoplifting Bazaar, and then it was a good couple of years. Oh, it was such when... a
2: great magazine. One of my favorites.
0: It was for a while. And then it just went to
2: I still always enjoyed it. You know, I never had a subscription, but I did buy a lot of the episodes. I, I just bought, bought a lot of the uh, I would the buy issues. it
0: begrudgingly if I couldn't shoplift it, but I shoplifted that on a regular. It was so easy to shoplift a magazine, especially oh, yeah. from Smith's. Who's watching you? No
2: one. And I'm sure they were just like, oh, it's bizarre. Just take it, please. I know, but now
0: I do support the <laughs> buying because publications will die out if we don't continue buying them. For so sure. I buy magazines now.
4: Sudden, one issue... I picked up, oh, part two. Oh, it calls in for part two here. So this is part two. So uh, one time I got a bizarre magazine, read it, and it was an interview with D on the 300th episode, and <laughs> uh, I started listening. And I never knew. They were really cool.
0: That was long after I'd stopped reading. I hate yeah, to say yeah. it, but yeah, well, when it went really shit. I mean,
2: episode 300, that would have been, I think that would have been right before the magazine folded, probably, right?
0: Maybe. It did go really bad. It yeah. was like a Lad Bible type of just like really shit. I think shit. they kept
2: trying to reinvent themselves to stay, you know, viable, but.
0: They didn't have to. It just went really, they were trying to pander to an audience that one. I, I think theirs. they
2: were trying to do like the same thing as like a Maxim or a Lad Bible, that kind of thing.
3: It was just yeah. shit, yeah.
2: But still, the guy gave me a lot of exposure, and the show.
4: That there was a term for things of my nature, that uh, there was a term, uh, anti-social commentary. Well, listen to all the episodes, and then on December 28th, an episode 512.2, I called in and told my shit story. And it was cute, D. Uh, Your first thing was, uh, is this John Waters on the phone? Which I got a big kick out of. It kind of sounds like it. I then uh, bought your book and loved it. So that's just a little history. And um, I love you guys. Uh, I'm nervous. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, I tried calling in a couple times. Um, so, anyways, um, I'm going to be calling in more frequently, uh, telling stories. With that, um, I got a question for you and Kate. Um, if you guys were able to throw a show and was able to book five musicians, oh. dead or alive who would those five artists be Mm -hmm. and last and surely uh, one of my favorite bands is Atari Teenage Riot.
0: Oh my goodness. And
4: what's awesome is that I've never heard an Atari Teenage Riot song uh, for your your song of the week. Food for Thought, Suggestion Down the Road, Yeah you guys could if you could play an Atari teenage riot song that would be awesome along the lines maybe something like uh, the song sick to death anyways on that note uh, I love you guys very much and um, I'll talk to you guys soon
2: Oh, thank you there, Jason Decay. Very heartfelt message.
0: You know, what a sweetheart. He nearly rivals Marshall Island Tony for a place in my heart. <laughs> it's not true, Tony. You're my number one.
2: Um, Yeah, you know, I actually, I like Atari Teenage Riot. You Do you ever get into them?
0: Yeah, it's like totally my... And me Alec, and Jason are obviously similar ages. I think Alec, he's a little bit older than me.
2: Alec Empire's solo is actually... Stuff is yeah, pretty yeah. cool, too, but... um. I, we already got the uh, song of the week for uh, this week. But yeah, in the future, maybe next week, we'll play an Atari Teenage Riot song. Good band. I don't think we've ever ended a show with them. Yeah. So it would be a good band. Um, God, I'm the spot here. Five five musicians.
0: Like, I don't want to toot my own horn because I'm not even that big in the music world. In fact, I'm like minuscule. I'm like a tiny little album. But I've had dinner with and been to see like so many musicians and like so have you. Oh, yeah. It's not like a... a a big deal so i think i would have to choose over the niagara detroit i would have to choose like dead musicians so yeah, I'm, I'm having ronnie. i haven't seen before i'm having ronnie ashton there because he's a livable everyone loves ronnie and he's going to talk about like raccoons and it'll be a great time and he's going to pound the beers <laughs> ronnie will be great i'm trying to think now who's dead that i like elvis, much all my heroes elvis obviously I kind of think Elvis would take up too much room. And I don't mean that just because he weighed 250 <laughs> pounds. I just think I would like to be alone with Elvis. And if he's in the room, he's the spotlight. And I would
2: I would love to see him perform.
0: I would just like Elvis to myself. Maybe if it was an intimate dinner over soft shell crab for one or for two. That's how I would like to have Elvis.
2: I would like to see Elvis perform. I'd like to see, uh, I'd, I, love, I'd love to see Mark Bolin.
0: Mark Bowling be good. That'd be amazing. Dave Bowie.
2: Yeah, David David Dave Bowie, Bowie I've actually Bowie. seen before. I know,
0: but Dave Bowie at a dinner party is gonna have so many funny stories and he's just gonna chain smoke nonstop and it'll be fantastic. And he was a very generous man, so I might ask him Lux interior. Oh yeah, well. Lux for
2: sure. I mean yeah, I've Eric seen him Kinn. plenty of times. I know,
0: but you never broke bread with the man.
2: I know, I never had I never had dinner with him, which would be really cool. Um God, it's always tough.
0: I would like him... Um,
2: like Sam Kinison's a comedian, so he doesn't count. But he did do a song.
0: I was thinking of a Sam then, Sam Cooke or Otis Redding. I would love them. Yeah. They were sweethearts. I
2: wonder, you know, George Clinton. I think would be a cool person. Curtis May. Well, Curtis Mayfield might be a bit too preachy.
0: Is Blowfly dead?
2: Oh, Blowfly, yeah, Blowfly for sure. I would definitely want Blowfly there. I would like Hendrix actually. I think it'd be kind of cool just to meet Hendrix. And hang oh, and out to have with him them. hanging around, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would like that.
0: I am feeling the distinct misogyny here. We need to get some.
2: Schlis. Oh, some women. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get I'm trying to think of what woman. But women I'd are want. usually
0: all alive. Like Grace Slick, still alive. Yeah, Debbie, Debbie Harry, Harry's still
2: alive. alive. I'm trying to think of what female musician.
0: Over the Niagara, who's obviously a shoe in.
2: Ah, oh, God, that's tough. Yeah, Niagara would be amazing. She'd be head she'd of the she'd fucking cool table,
0: and I'd get over and be like.
2: <laughs> no, she would be really cool to meet. Um, what about Janice Joplin? Would you want to hang out with her? She'd She's be a, a party pie animal. She would be but a party. from
0: everything I've always read, like I love the author John Gilmore. He's one of my favorite writers and one of my favorite true crime authors. He shagged her a couple of times, and he said she just smelled man. Oh,
2: she smelled but I could see that. I could see her smelling pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Bad. Of
0: course she smells. So I wouldn't really want her, like, stinking up the room. Although she has got a great laugh. Me and her could, like, rival you know, each other for couple. Who
2: I wouldn't mind breaking bread, and this is mainly because we just saw her in November. It's Jinx Dawson.
0: Jinx would be she cool. Was, she
2: was such a rad. I mean, people, if you get a chance to ever go see Coven, it was such a good show.
0: She beca- I'm gonna have Grace Slick then because Grace Slick is a fucking badass, and she's yeah, also got the cool. stories. Yeah, she'd be cool. She'd
2: be cool to hang out with. And
0: another Grace, Grace Jones.
2: Oh, Grace Jones, Grace Jones actually. and Bowie. Yeah, Grace yeah. Jones and Bowie. There'd be a lot. That, that's probably way more than five. Wait, you know, I wouldn't mind Prince.
0: I'm gonna have another person as well. I'm having Mariah Carey there too.
2: Mariah Carey. Fuck yeah. Why?
0: I want Mariah Carey. She's the ultimate diva.
2: She looks like uh, Michael Myers. She's gonna scare everybody.
0: No, I think they'll probably- Everyone's going to be
2: like sitting at the other end of the table.
0: She's a tough New York broad. They'll all be scared of her. You know
2: who I would? Biggie Smalls.
0: Oh, Biggie would be great. But then we've got to have the ODB.
2: ODB would be cool Well, ODB
0: and Mariah were friends. So they'll sit in the corner and chat to each other.
2: I would love to. I I bet you Biggie Smalls wouldn't like me, but I would like to meet him.
0: Well, I think Biggie Smalls would like me. He probably would And I think me and him would end up in the bathroom (laughs) together.
2: All right, that's way more than five, but there's a lot of musicians I'd love to meet. Uh, anyway, thank you, Jason Gay, for calling in. Thank you, um, yeah. Amish guy with a... you <laughs> <laughs> didn't say his name.
0: Raping Amish <laughs> man. Let's
2: just call him Jebediah. Thank oh, you, Jebediah, Jebediah, for calling in. People, you can call the secret on hotline 323-522-4032. Got to wrap everything up. Thank you. Big ups to all the listeners who support us on Patreon. You're the ones that keep this show going. Seriously, you, you're actually really helping us out um and and you're helping us get new equipment i know i gotta buy a new computer for uh gotta get a new laptop for kate rambo yours is old
0: i know it's about it's old it's old i'm so i'm trying to make it last forever because i'm very like emotionally attached to it and i don't want it to go away
2: i know but i think we got to replace it but anyway that's a you know that's the people that uh that 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 give us just a couple bucks on Patreon and Apple Podcasts, you keep the show going. You're the ones that kept the show going for 18 years and we appreciate you helping us keep it sick and wrong every week. Patreon.com slash sickandwrong. And also if you wanna buy some merch, we do have a tea Public store. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com shop and click on the picture of the Pope. And finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna play any of the artists I just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, they're, they're, they're way better than the song I'm going to play, but this song has been in my head this entire week, and I hope it'll be in the head of all of you out there for at least a week. It's very spiritually moving, and I think it perfectly embodies the milestone of this podcast reaching 18 years.
0: It's not Rape made by Nirvana, is it?
2: Why would I play that?
0: Because this episode's been about rape.
2: No, it's a cover of SZA's song, Kill Bill, but a much more appropriate version for this show.
0: It's about shit, isn't it?
2: <laughs> don't, don't, don't give hints.
0: Uh, we all Just know, let people D.
2: enjoy it. We
0: all know it's about fecals. Just
2: let people enjoy it. People <laughs> will be back next week with episode 928. Till then, take it sleazy.
1: It was so laxative even though it was yummy Hate to see you make me come and fight, wish it was me Hate to see you happy if I'm on defecating now I'm so unsure, I'm so unsure, I'm so unsure Give me a laxative to, to help me take a shit I don't want none, I just want to prove If I can't fight and no one should I just, I just shit my pants. It was that yeah. you'll since that is a laxative yeah, this is it. I just need to take a shit. This mess got to be evidence. My shit is evidence. I tried to squeeze it out to every and ruin fashion, but damn, told totally it out of reach. You was occupying the toilet with your master shit. Now I'm in the face, but I'm shit ejection. I ain't laying down, so Got shit it on the floor. I'm so mature, I'm so mature, I'm so mature. Gonna be a to so help me take a shit. I don't want and I just want to poop if I can't take a shit no, and one will act. I just shimmed my thoughts It was diarrhea Thought it was a quote Turns out It was diarrhea do you know I shouldn't have so? I just shit my pants. It was diarrhea. Thought it was a fart. Turns out it was diarrhea. Shit them really bad in the dressing room. Didn't buy them yet. What should I do?
4: I've been hearing all this talk about me being a simp. Yeah, I'm a simp. I'm a simply slamming your girl with this big old horse meat ding dong, and that's on God.